Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Say, at least 99.99999 is true in, in, in to, some, to some capacity. Like, I, I don't find, I don't drive myself off of bamboozling people. I don't drive myself off of bossing people. I think my biggest weakness is that I, I like to help people wake up. You're listening to Option Forward Podcast, a shared platform of independent thinkers and motivators. Join us as we capture the culture of leaders that are paving the way and sharing their inspirational stories. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome back to your platform, our show. We are Option Forward Podcast. I'm your boy, Drew. I'm always joined by the second half of the show. GQ Nesta, how are you doing today? What it do, what it do, I'm doing well. All right. Hey, uh, how was your week? Can't complain. Can't complain. Um, it's going. Staying busy. You know, okay. Always, always trying to get the bag. You know, you know what I mean? All right, most def. Hey, man, it, <clears throat> we had a, you know, I want to catch up to. This is an audio version, guys, and I just want to let you know that in order for him to get into full GQ Nesta mode, he has to put on shades that no one can see. But it's all good. Hey, no, I want to catch. Why the, you hate? I'm not hanging, bro. You, Just like that, what? That, that is, is my security. Is that blanket. your is that your that, Superman cape? That's my security blanket. All right, but no, let's. <clears throat> I would like to talk about something that we. Uh, it's a I would say an accomplishment for us once again. For you guys who don't know, uh, we help produce a fashion show in Southern California, and uh, this time it was. It was a success. Not not to say that last time it wasn't, but this time it was. We were more involved um, this time around. Uh, the training wheels were taking off, and it was a good experience. But with that, there's always those certain moments in time, our interactions with people that just quite don't sit right. Um, in particular, we're standing outside. Uh, we're producers of the show. We're standing outside, and this lady walks up to me. And <laughs> so, for you guys who don't know, there's like a step and repeat wall. What a step and repeat wall is is that wall that has everybody's logos: the Toyota, Lexus, Option Forward, right? And you get on the red carpet and you take your nice photo. So we were out there waiting on our guests to arrive lady approaches me she said hey can you do me a favor 
Can you please take my photo? No problem, dude. I'm not tripping. Give me your iPhone. Let me just take your photo. So I'm thinking that's it. You know, I've done my good deed for the day. Once that was done, she handed me, I, I handed her her phone. And she was like, do you guys need tickets to get inside? I mean, because if you do, I have some VIP tickets. I actually know the producer of the show. And in my head, I'm <laughs> I'm yelling all kind of vulgarities, right? I'm like, how about I'm the producer of the show and I can escort you to your seat? You know what I'm saying? But it just was a a reminder. Now, now get it. Now I'm not for one, that's for you guys who don't know, I'm African American. He's black. Right. <laughs> I'm African American. And right? the, and that lady just said, you know what? Let's right. get let's thank you, boy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> thank you. As if I was the help. You know, and and it's not okay, so maybe let's let's just paint the picture. So first off, in her defense, we're gonna we're gonna be trial and jury, right? In her defense, GQ Nesto and I were standing out at the entrance with some red <laughs> plastic cups. Like like we got purple drink inside of it. And I don't know, you know, it's a fashion event, but producers of the show and i don't feel like i should have to dress up so i'm not going to be wearing no like you know versace suit or anything like that i think it's pretty lame but you guys who are into that that's that's cool but uh yeah i i i can dress but i you know i'm chilling you know what i'm saying i'm there to work and to put on a good show and the lady was just like if you guys need tickets um i have a couple I can like airdrop them. And I just, and I'm looking at you. I'm looking at her. The situation just wasn't right, first of all, right? All right. I'm not going to even get into the race thing. Other no, than no, I'm just, no, no, no. I'm going to just speak I, I for want, myself. I want you to get in the race no, thing. It's just I, because not. It, it's the reality. What are, what are we talking about? It's the reality. reality of what? It's, it's, it's the reality we live in nowadays. So what, what what is the reality that everybody's just whatever whatever okay, your category let, is that's what you are okay well no let's just let's just put it out there for what it was is we were we were the um, diversity inclusion okay we were we were the only you were well you were the only black guy no no that was one of the guys <laughs> there was another, oh yeah, that's, yeah okay the guy the, with the bow tie. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and then we had our camera guy. Three, 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 <laughs> three. <laughs> right? We strong, we strong. <laughs> I think not many Mexicans, not many browns. No, no. Maybe our not. bartender was Mexican. That yes, but he, they worked at the they worked at the actual venue, so that doesn't really count. Either way, it's either fucked way up. it it's was fucked up. It, it is it uh, is messed up. But but it's messed up because it's coming from another minority she wasn't caucasian that was too young oh my gosh okay she wasn't caucasian right <laughs> i don't know if she was what he just said but i would say she was of asian descent right and she had a very elderly very elderly 
gentleman said, that she was with. All, all we could say is if we could describe <laughs> her, it was like, it looked nice. But yeah, so in 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 my experience, um, when you're dealing with stuff like that, you, you have people who it is not even a it's like you upgrade. I'm saying if you're a minority and you marry the majority in a sense, in my experience from what I've seen and and dealt with, you feel like you're one of them and you're so not. But she talked to the both of us as if like we were beneath her. I mean, she could have just been trying to be nice. What if no, she was just trying no, to be nice? No, 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 no. What if, in her no, defense? What no, if she was? She no, just wanted us to have a good time, no. like she was going to have a good time. Hey, that was not the case. That that she was one for the juggler. Like, <laughs> let's, let's let's not sugarcoat that shit. It's Orange County for God's sake. Oh so. man, I didn't say exactly where. Okay. Now now it's Costa now Mesa. it's too late. <laughs> Costa Mesa. <laughs> but yeah, so. Uh, what did you think about the show overall from no. day one to day two? Um, I think it was great. I just think that um, it was our involvement felt a lot more. I just felt like our involvement made it a little bit more of a. We knew what to expect, right? So I think that that made it a lot easier to to kind of set your expectations of, of what was going to happen. And I mean, it was a great turnout. I think that that was, you know, hats out to you for, for making it happen and, and definitely putting in the work for that. Um, it was definitely different for sure. Uh, definitely um, a lot of cringy people though. I'm not going to lie. Cringy, uh, cringy. Can you please explain what is, no, what is cringy? Well, I, I, I don't know what you I, mean by I, I think, and, and this is something that I think, now that we're bringing all these uh, different topics up, I think it's the whole, the whole, I think it's like the whole idea or the whole model that they have in certain areas, um, depending where you live, it's like you're, the way you project yourself, it's almost, that's how you're measured, right? Um, like I told you earlier today, we did the suits. We did the whole let me wear a tie every day. I mean, for the longest, that's that's kind of the reason why I got my name GQ Nesto, you know, because I had the peat coat. I had the I had the the tie. I had the, the bow tie. You know, I did it all. But then you get to a point in life where it's not about what you're wearing, but how much money you have in your pocket. Right. And I think that in that particular area or location or zip code it's almost seems that if you're not wearing gucci if you're not wearing red bottoms you you won't get acknowledged or you're probably not gonna fit in in the like i said in the little inner circle because um uh tell us about the pendry i want to know your take on that because i think uh that was a very interesting environment Almost felt like I had a good time there, though. What, what what particular are you talking about? Like, did something? Come on, bro. Come something? on, come on, bro. We, we're not gonna we're not gonna pretend like it wasn't it, it wasn't full of a bunch of Epstein's cousins. Oh, okay. No, no I didn't know where you were going. So, no, okay. Uh, 
so after the show um i think day one after the uh day one show we went to uh, uh a nice hotel that just opened up in uh, newport beach and you know you always got to read the room for one like we're very I, I can speak for the both of us when it, when it comes to this like we're very into energy and you can kind of pick up on somebody else's vibe so we're always observing you know what i'm saying we, in, in my in the military days you say you keep your head on a swivel you know what i'm saying so you always just scanning the room and looking around but there was something that <laughs> gq nesto pointed out is you had all these like 60 plus year old caucasian dudes with like some 30 i would say maybe 27 to 32 year old uh young ladies or acquaintances that were joining them for that evening to me i think that's gangster if you're that old and you can still do it hey that's tight um but you know like you're like one pump away from a massive heart attack or stroke so why would you even try to test your abilities that way but uh it definitely was some um the age gap was definitely like there the i think what what threw me off the way was like nonchalant like it was it was out there like that was for sure like sugar baby island sugar baby island no 100 100 it, it, it was it was kind of sketch like uh the whole time i i walked around with with my hand on top of my drink you know i was like i don't know you what, thought you were about to be spiked i i wasn't discarding any type of possibility out there it, it just <laughs> it just seems very sketch and you know that's the mind the mind-blowing part about um being in an environment like that that I mean, God knows how many decision makers of any, you know, Fortune 500 companies were there. And um, it, 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 it seems kind of like scary because they have so much power, you know, and uh, their financial status puts them there. And, well, and we don't know, though. I would say in my experience over that. There was weekend, a lot of Roy's Roy's outside. That's all I, was I mean. Yeah, that was. But they could have been like. They could have been rented just for show. True. By true. the location that we true. were at to give that feeling, to kill that vibe. But no, my whole experience was, um, let's just take it back to the whole Versace suits, Louis Vuitton everywhere. You know, this designer, this, this designer, that. And I get it. It's fashion week. That's, that's what you're supposed to do. Um, but why does it matter when from the ex- exterior you look like a million bucks but on the interior just a piece of shit like why and and throughout that whole weekend that's all i kept running across i was just like because like i said gq nesto's into fashion and i'm into fashion but just this weekend i just chose to be comfortable it wasn't that serious and it, and it wasn't even about like being lazy or i don't want to stunt or anything like that it's just like i said you come to a point in your life where fame is not it's not something that you're pursuing um that that spotlight's not what you're pursuing it, it, it's chasing the bag and i think 
you and I have come to a point where it's it's more important to be in a better financial situation than to be on some, you know, Versace suits and two hundred dollars in your account. Like right. that, that makes no fucking sense. Right. You know? Somebody and, come ask you, can you buy them a drink? And you're just like, uh. no, and, and, <laughs> and, and that's and that's the thing. And, and it's crazy because yet we were over here on some basic ass shit, but yet we were the ones expected to pay in, right. in, in a lot of instances, you know, and, and it was kind of like, uh, excuse me, yeah. <laughs> like, who are you again? Like, right. it, I, it, and that's the thing, like. It's funny how, how, once again, I, I don't think it's just in one particular area, but, you know, there's a lot of uh, affluent areas where certain expectations or even just being in the, in the area, you get basically caught up by association because you're talking to X, Y, and Z. And then next thing you know, like, I've yet, I have not been in a situation where there's a baller in the in the circle it's almost it's almost has to be us we're, we're always the ballers and and we're not even ballers like you know what i mean and that's that's pretty sad that's, that's pretty sad i think we might be surrounding ourselves with the wrong crowd or putting us in in, in very not so affluent situations well that so that that's where i'm so confused right so i was uh I think I was telling my mother and I was telling uh, my best friend uh, slash my brother about it of how we were at uh, a nice restaurant called Joey's. You know, cool kick out, cool kick a spot if you guys ever in the area. A fancy so, Baja Fresh. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. It's chill vibes, right? And it's a table, I mean, our party was probably about 10 deep, 10, 12 deep. And when the bill came, you know, because we were put on, I don't want to say put on blast, but people know at this point, they know we helped produce the fashion show. I don't know if it was just the expectations of, well, they're producers of the show. We're going out to eat. We're hungry. They should pay. They were like, let the black guy pay. He likes to make it rain. Yeah, right. <laughs> we see these guys in the strip clubs. Like, no, like, and that's the thing. So I'm just like, okay. I'm like telling my mom about it and I'm like, yo, like it kind of like rubbed me the wrong way where you sitting next to somebody talking about all the money they make, right? I don't ever talk about the money I make because it's not important. Um, and I don't make that much. So whatever. But it's not even I think and that's one thing that and before you continue your story, but that's I think that's one thing we need to address. It doesn't if you're not making a lot of money then sometimes it's not even worth discussing whatever money you're making right <laughs> i mean it's yo no one somebody in somebody who was amongst us said <laughs> told me like how much they made per year and in my opinion i just didn't think it was that much i'm like you could have just kept that to yourself but when the bill came they everybody's looking at me and gq nessa like like we got it you know what i'm saying and we we do got it but that's not the point you know what i'm saying the point is y'all supposed to be ballers right <laughs> like y'all up here wearing y'all louis your versace and all this kinds of things like looking like a freaking mid-90s 
B.I.G. video. And, you know? it's not, and it's not even that we got it. It's just the simple fact that we don't put a price to a certain experience. Like if we're having a good time, if you and I are having a good time and we're, you know, downing a, a bottle of blue label or something expensive, we're not doing it just because we want to stunt or we want to make a statement. But I just think that when you're having a good time, there is no price. And I think that that's the that's the difference with with you know certain environments that that are out there is is it's almost like everybody's looking for that free lunch and at first i thought that was a myth i never think that it was like something real but people do the foodie call well the, the food or the the drink it doesn't matter like certain people just go out and kick it just to just to see how much they can get out of you and that's pretty like it's cringe and it's kind of sad and it's just like it just makes you think like are you ever gonna find somebody that is just there to win with you and is not looking at a price tag or is not looking at certain uh, you know they're measuring you up That's i think word. because i mean we both come from very humble backgrounds and the way we were raised is pretty i don't want to say it's different because i don't know what's going on in everybody else's household but i am aware that whenever we're around certain people they can't see the difference in us right because of the way we carry ourselves so maybe the way we carry ourselves is just like oh they got it you know they're they're big shots and of course in my mind i am you know what i'm saying but that's that's not that's not actual reality yet um but yeah man i just i don't know man i, I just uh i felt like that weekend uh, the superficial people were like exposed like and we always had our radars up like huh kind of suspect you know? and i don't know man i just it's like why it's almost like we spent a whole weekend in Instagram or in TikTok where you used to always have these like beautiful models and beautiful people and the beautiful clothes and the beautiful cars and the beautiful houses. But lo and behold, all that stuff is like rented. You know what I'm saying? You didn't own anything. You didn't have a mortgage payment on anything. You got the tags hanging off the back of your shirt. It was just all fake. <laughs> you got motherfuckers with car problems. You know what I mean? <laughs> For sure. <laughs> like, it, 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 it's, you know, it's, we've all been there, you know, to some capacity. If, if you weren't born with a silver spoon, we've all been there, right? Where, you know, you were having a rough month. Yeah, you, you, your, your phone and your car radiator fucks up the same month. You know, that's kind of a... Uh, a hefty tag you got to pay that month or whatever right but it's all about how you grow out of that situation and i think that's a lot a lot of uh people in in this day and age don't really grow out of that you know um i could tell you this much you know the times where things were rough you know you learn how to manage your money well and how to carry yourself not to put yourself in a position where you won't have to take out the black card for no goddamn reason you know so it, it it's really disappointing because it's almost a turnoff man like once once somebody does that to you it's almost like 
I don't even know what I don't even want to hear you speak. I don't even know. I don't give a fuck what you what you do or what you don't do. I stay away. <laughs> like you can't sit with me. You know that at least that's how I felt. And um, sure enough, you know I think uh, I, I think like during the night you were like Nesta, why are you being such a dick? You know I wasn't even gonna go there. <laughs> but but no no we could throw it out there. But but the thing is is that like you didn't even know that I had already caught on to all this. And that that was just a huge turnoff. You know, it, it, it was bad. And and the ironic part is that same, well, no, it was the second night. Where yeah, we, we, was we, the, second. the second night, we, right. we end up, you know, taking a little quick drive to to make an appearance, you know, elsewhere. And, and it was a completely envir- a different environment, right? More homey, more like you're welcomed. And, and it just makes you makes you wonder like damn I was at the wrong location it may have been in a beautiful zip code but definitely with a lot of people full of shit <laughs> definitely I, I couldn't agree less I couldn't agree less alright okay so I get I get the younger generation 18 to 27 year olds why things are the way but the people that we were around during this weekend they were older than us like so why do you think there's like such a big urge and push to be so superficial and so fake like at what point like how old do you gotta be to where you say like I'm not trying to be like the Joneses like like it just didn't make any sense to me like dude like i mean you never want to tell somebody like do you like oldest af you know what i'm saying like why are you still acting like you're in your 20s like you know i I, i've been seeing something on uh, instagram on social media and it say something along the lines where some people are reluctant to change or some people can't change like their maturity level is years ago in the past like it's just hard I think for some to just grow up why do you think we have such a problem with that one word propaganda that's really what it is I just think that the information that's out there it it just makes people it it puts people in a situation where they have to compete It, it triggers certain things where their behavior, their their anxieties, all these things get triggered by what it's out by, by what's put out there, right? And I just think that um, Instagram, TikTok, all these different social media platforms, it, it almost gives people that that need to to be up there, to compete, to make somebody feel a certain type of way or project a certain lifestyle. Um, the list goes on and it's kind of psychotic that shit so that that shit's kind of like it's weird especially because like motherfuckers will sacrifice their like DMV plates just to fucking go out there and buy a Gucci bag and and that's it's pretty sad because at, at the end of the day none of that shit actually really matters and the worst part is is that to some capacity you got motherfuckers like 
putting up some like knockoff shit right you know what i mean and and you see it in the in the very wealthy people that they even admit to doing that because like it comes to a point where you like the brand doesn't make you you make the brand and i think that people are 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 driven by whatever social media puts out there and based off of that that's how they're gonna react and 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 it's sad because like yo old ass should know better (laughs) i mean (laughs) yeah (laughs) most deaf okay but let's you know we talked about the not so good areas of the weekend um i want to tell the story i'll let you chime in on it uh so before the weekend had begun you know we had done like our little or site walks of the venues and stuff like that uh, but when it came time for everything to be like executed the day of the events you know we're sitting there watching everything get set up cameras you know sound equipment and you said something to me that was just like bro they'll probably never know that you had anything right so what i'm gonna call this part of our show is recognition right and it was almost as if the moment you said that whoever was on the mic mcing at the time called us out it's like yo we just want to give special thanks to option four to drew nesto how did that make you feel at that moment I'm not gonna lie that that makes you feel good um especially because you're not asking for anything in return you know you're just asking to uh gangster recognizes gangster right and and that to me that's important um it's more important than a lot of other things that other people tend to drive for i just think that if i'm gonna make an appearance if i'm gonna show up if i'm gonna give you my genuine self and, and present myself to, to to whatever your venue is, all I'm asking is, is you know, give me props. That's it. And I think that, um, for one, you were trying to shy away from it, which was some, like, that was, like, stupid, right? And then... Why, why, why was it stupid, bro? Because it, that's the thing. Like, especially, like, the type of people that we are, that we on some pro bono shit. You know, we on some, like, let me help you win because I want to witness that. Like, I swear to God, if DJ Cali like knew us, he would probably fuck with us because he even says it. Either you you watch us win or you or you freaking or you just stay mad, you know, whatever <laughs> the fuck he says, you know, because in reality, that's really the environment. I think when you when you say I want to see you win is is mostly because that's the environment that you want to win like that that, that you want to be in. And that's right. the, that's the environment where you want to win in, right? And I think that when you're dealing with your own hustle, your own path, seeing somebody do it, it it almost pumps you up to continue your journey. So it's all about the environment. It's all about the vibe. It's all about the the genuine um, environment that that you want to surround yourself in. And I think that. That is the reason why it's so important to to get that recognition because, 
you know, it, it, it's it's a it's a good feeling. You know, if you're not first, <laughs> you're last. You know, is as as Ricky Bobby said it. As Ricky Bobby. <laughs> now we're now we're using Teledega Nights as if hey. it's the Bible. Hey. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That shit changed my life. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> uh, but nah, I mean, it definitely felt good. And I know there's a lot of people out there in the world uh, who work behind the scenes, uh, whether it's in your daily occupation or whether it's something you do in your free time. Uh, whether it's in your community, assisting with the kids, assisting with youth organizations and things of that nature. Um, And you may feel that you're not appreciated. You know what I'm saying? And for someone who has worked hard for years um, and felt that way and knows what that feels like, hey, I'm telling you, your your day is going to come. You will get that recognition that you so desire. I just wasn't expecting it at that moment, at that time. So it was kind of cool to me. No, and 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 I didn't even expect it either. And and you know, you come to a point where you you don't even expect that shit because I think that if this recognition would have maybe came a little earlier, I think my approach would be completely different. But at this point, it's nice. It feels good. But at the end of the day, it doesn't have the same impact. You know, it it almost seems like to me, it's appreciated, but it's not valued the same way because I shouldn't have to be in this position of expecting it. I should I should be in the in the in in a in a mindset where I know it's going to happen regardless. And and unfortunately, people want to put you to a test people want to test how how loyal you are what what you bring to the table in order for them to to grant you that and to me i i can tell you give me 10 seconds with any person and i'm going to tell you this person's real and they're full of shit i haven't been wrong to this day and i can't wait till the day i do because the day that i'm wrong then i think that that's going to change my perspective and I just think that it's going to it's going to put me on my toes to to, you know, better myself, because if I'm not able if I'm able to not catch certain things like that, if I don't have that bullshit filter screen, then that means I'm slacking. Okay. Um, Yeah, no, I I agree with you there. But 
when okay so we we always say all the time if you listen to our show that we like to surround ourselves with like-minded individuals people who are trying to achieve something uh, people who are trying to give back right people who are here to try to provide a service whatever level or area that service in whether it be through education whether it be through philanthropy uh, whether it like whatever whatever your passion is right you know you you come to a certain time in your life to where you just like well i can only speak for myself to where you say like why am i here i believe and i've said it time and time again that we all are here for a reason but when you surround yourself with like-minded people and you, you begin to get to know them it's at that point sometimes like you know you say you got your bs meter right and it's at that point it's like this light clicks on and you're just like damn did i just waste my time giving like you say pro bono you know what i'm saying we're not our value has not been reciprocated yet it's coming but it hasn't been reciprocated yet so i always consider this point in time of our lives or in this journey uh as paying our dues but like at some point like the people that you surround yourself with that's supposed to be on that same wavelength that you you realize that like they're not you know what i'm saying they're on some like some selfish some straight self-righteous like everything that you don't stand for and and i don't think there's anything wrong with all that i really don't think that there's a right or wrong answer and i told you before i think i think there's going to be a lot of people where there's not going to be meetings of meetings of minds right where where their mindset or their type of of way to approach things is gonna is gonna be compatible with the way you approach things and i think at some point if it doesn't flow naturally then that's your cue to fucking dip i think that is the hardest part because who are we to judge right we're not perfect we're not these you know people with all the answers and even myself that i consider myself a freaking uh very emotional intelligent person i know that um sooner or later i will be wrong but till this day i feel that everything that just happens is is not a coincidence and i think that a lot of a lot of people look for that like it, it almost seems like once they get that clue or once they think or or even even on the slightest detail they will they will say certain things like oh uh you know i was feeling sad and look who this person went and 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 talked to me and and made me see some sort of uh reasoning or something along those lines you know but it was never a coincidence i just think that that's the biggest thing that people think that it's a coincidence and in my opinion it's not okay but in another angle in another uh view angle of that i always i don't want to say always but majority of the times when i am able to recognize it i feel, like you said like nothing happens by chance everything happens for a reason we cross 
we cross paths with certain people for a reason, whether it's through business, whether it's friendships, social environments or whatever. I feel like everything is just like has a distinct purpose. Right. And then the way I look at it is like, are because I know what I'm trying to achieve. And then I recognize that this other individual is trying to achieve the same thing in the same field, maybe a different way of approach, but still the same field. I'm like, oh, all right, it's a vibe. And then when it doesn't work, it's almost like, dang, what's the lesson I got to take away from this? What do you mean was the lesson? The, the lesson is because in the first place, you shouldn't even, you should have never been in that situation in the fucking first place. How do you know that? You don't know that. No, you do know that. Like, no, I, no, I, dude, no. respectfully, respectfully, I would, I have to tell you you're wrong in that. And, and then I'm going to tell you why, why you're wrong in that. The reason why you're wrong in that is because let's just say, let's put an example, right? There are certain things that no matter what you do, it just flows and then there's other things right that it, it it almost seems like you have to adapt you have to kind of position yourself for it to work you gotta be gumby yes and and that's the, that's the reason that and and sometimes because of but isn't of, that a relationship though isn't that part of compromise yes yes but but there's certain things that just flow bro there's certain things that just happen and you and we 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 definitely recognize these things but sometimes because of our whatever our our circumstances or because we have to be mindful and take that bigger approach and 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 change things a little bit we sometimes decide to go off our path but if we really focus on the reality that we see and and we listen to our gut feelings then at that point you're going to realize that it's not necessarily how many times you try it's who you try with and and i think that that makes a huge fucking difference because uh, right now it, it's almost like <sighs> what is the proper way um be proper it's 2023 they're on some like lame lame people vibes is that, that uh, to say it the nicest way it's like lame people are winning because it's it almost seems like they're just mind fucking you to believe that that they're winning and the thing is is is, is that it's a pressure point it's a pressure point if you're not winning so it almost seems like if this idiot's winning and i'm not winning then oh my god i have to I almost have to adjust or i have to um do something because this person's doing right and yes yes i agree some people will put themselves out there and they're gonna win and at the cost of looking stupid right but regardless a win's a win and and you gotta you gotta recognize gangster at that point but that's what i'm saying oh no okay so you're you're so you just said a win's a win right so and that's how you that's what i'm talking about right is when you when you find yourself and you realize that you've wasted your time but you still try to find the value out of the time spent like why like 
and that's the thing. But I want to. I want to embrace that. You, you don't even that, look at values like that, bro. Why, why you, you, I don't? You, you don't because why I don't? Because the moment the moment shop shuts down in your head, shop is fucking down. But that there, doesn't there, there, mean that I don't find value. No, but 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 you're saying it as let me find what well, because what everything I learn from this. Everything is supposed to be a learning experience, right? So to we, some we, capacity. But no, everything. Everything is a learning experience. You know, we continue to learn every day on this journey we call it, life. It just depends how many. It, it's only a learning experience if you haven't done it multiple times. Well, okay. Well, we haven't. This what we're talking about. This hasn't been repeated. You know, wash, rinse, and repeat it over again. But I'm just saying, like, I, I think we try to take our moments that we don't necessarily have a good time in and be like well i learned from that and i'm just saying that i'm tired not that i'm tired because i've experienced it so much but that's not that's not what i want to do at this point it's like dude like you got me you know what i'm saying like you said i shouldn't have been in the, in the situation in the first place so that's what i'm saying if we're trying to surround ourselves here we go perfect question if we're trying to surround ourselves with like-minded people trying to get it and give back to the community and give a service to others how what are the red flags why before you even get into a situation what do you look for before you get into that situation to eliminate how i'm feeling right now i could tell you the moment that i'm questioned i drop it the moment that anybody questions me, okay, is is that's where I drop it, because believe it or not, behind my my potty mouth and all the stupid shit that I say, there's a lot of knowledge behind it, and it hasn't been because I know it all. It's because life has taught me so many different lessons. So now, if I come in there and I'm speaking, and and you don't find any value in what I'm saying. Then at that point, what am I there for? Because right off the bat, it's either I'm going to be your entertainment or I'm just going to be a, 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 a person just chasing my own fucking tail. So the moment I don't feel that you're acknowledging what I have to say, because everything that I say, at least 99.99999 is true in, in, in to some to some capacity. Like, I, I don't find... I don't drive myself off of bamboozling people. I don't drive myself off of bossing people. I think my biggest weakness is that I, I like to help people wake up and just step away from the emotions and look at the scenario before, you know, you, you, you go ape shit. And I think that why I do that, um, who knows? I really don't know. And, and and I've learned to just stop that shit. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to just mind my own fucking business. Because if it's not if it's not wanted, it, you almost seem very stupid. You so, know? So you're saying acknowledgement is key. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You have a number two. That's all I need. That's all I need because I will never steer anybody wrong. And, and even if, if I do to some capacity, it wasn't, it was never intentional because I feel that I'm very emotionally intelligent to see the surroundings and, and I'm able to 
like I said, just look at look at clues that make me believe, hey, am I in danger or or this is something that I can actually open up and and just let it flow. And and I'm, I believe me, there's a lot of things that just flow without me trying. And that's the, that's the part where it makes me feel good, because at that point, I don't have to control the room because I know where where it's going. But when you have to control the room, then that means you're controlling a bunch of sheep. And fuck that. I'm tired of, of controlling sheep, you know, because at, at, at some point I, I, I want to just own them bitches. I don't want to control them. But that, that is control if you own them, bro. No, because I don't want to be the shepherd. I don't want to be the I don't want to be the one like here. Okay, you go. but if they're your sheep and you own them, that that's that's control. But I, I get what you're saying. So, like we said, recognition, recognize my hustle, acknowledgement, acknowledge the words that I say. How can we close this out? I think those are some very, very good points that people can take with them on their daily journeys, whether it's in the workforce, their office, cubicles. Oh, in, in the workforce, it's 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 really sad because there's people out there and i get it we all have to make a living but there's literally people that i've ran into in in my profession where they will they'll never ask for a raise they'll never ask for any type of promotion they just want to just get the job done but yet they complain why they haven't um got the recognition the or, the, or the or the progression that they deserve but but the, the the messed up part about it is that they continue to go out of their way to prove themselves so now at that point what are you doing and 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 nobody wants to wake up nobody wants to open a can of worms and and go on the hr situation or or um you know call anybody out or throw anybody under the bus but in my opinion fuck them <laughs> you know open that shit because otherwise you're only in this world for so long and all your wins matter small wins big wins but if you're not basically going out there and and trying to get it for yourself or put yourself in a in a situation where you're gradually um uh, succeeding or or moving up then what the fuck are you doing you're just waiting for the lord to come and take you at that at that point so so if you're gonna be on that mode and if that's what the type of person you want to be then shut the hell up and don't complain you know uh, I, that that's my biggest thing you know i i think in my past life i was probably like marching a, a, a cult or some bullshit or or something because i'm the type of person that i will stand up for the, for the person that's not speaking for themselves but unfortunately i can't do that if that person doesn't want to speak up you know and and i think that that's really sad because people are just living they're not they're, they're just freaking existing they're not even they're not even putting themselves in a situation where they're thinking of their future they're thinking of their freaking lifeline their you know whatever family they have they're just thinking that let me play it safe and that's bullshit because then here comes freaking um rico suave with some freaking uh, you know uh stupid shit and and people will freaking 
bow down to that shit. People, you know, it's funny. A person can literally roll up with a rented Rolex, rented car, and and be acknowledged and, and be crowned king without even proving themselves. Isn't that fucking... <laughs> isn't that mind-blowing? No, it is. It definitely is. Um, yeah. It's- like Joe Rogan said, they're all fucking pussies. <laughs> no, it was Dana White who said that. Dana White said that? Dana, Dana, Dana White could say Yeah, yeah. Didn't he, like, smack his wife? Like... He smacked the shit out of him. <laughs> but but you know what? I mean, I'm not laughing. No, 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 no. Hey, hey, that just, that exactly proves my point. He smacked the shit out of her live. He, she put in, she, she threw some blows too. It wasn't that it was just one way. They both threw blows at each other. But guess, guess what Dana White did? He said, you know what? We're going to say what we have to say. You are going to freaking follow my lead and we're going to get past this. Did he go to jail? He Ray Reister. Nothing happened. He didn't even, he didn't even ask to be stepped down from, from, from the UFC. You name it. He had zero consequences. And why? Because he just kept it 100 and you got to give it to him. And, and I think that that's the whole, that's the, that's the environment. I don't know if you got to give it to him. But go ahead. go ahead. What do you mean? I, you got to give it to him because he smacked this girl and he didn't go to jail. I'm not condoning that. I'm not condoning that. You shouldn't either. I'm not. Th- I'm not saying that I'm condoning it. But if somebody puts hands on me, man or girl, I'm going to react. You are going to react. So so what, what are we talking about? There's a right way to react and the wrong way to react. To each his own, to each his own, to each his own. I I just think, I just think that if it would have been a a, a domestic violence situation where it was unhealthy and people were getting hurt or whatever, I'm pretty sure that dude would be probably locked up. He would probably at least had a court date. He didn't. Why? Because it was an environment where they were both drinking. They were both having a great time. They were having a great time. One, one thing, so great that one, you want to smack me in my face. One thing led to another and things happened. You know, um, why are we why are we trying to deny the fact that um, in any relationship, there's certain types of arguments that get out of hand? That, that, that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm condoning that it's OK to smack a girl or or a, or a girl to smack a guy. But I'm just saying there are certain situations where it, passion may be a little bit overboard. A little overboard. A little bit. But but, but that's what I'm saying. Did he get in trouble? I don't know. I didn't. It didn't. I, the money bags. Money bags keep things quiet. Yeah. No. But if it would have been, if it would have been Andrew Tate, or if it would have been somebody else, why are you always bringing this dude no, up? No. No. Bro? No. No. This I'm just saying. Piece I, of I, shit. No. Bro. I'm. Just, I'm just saying. If it would have been somebody else, they would have been. If it would have been Ray Rice, he if it would have been an athlete, they would have lost it. They would have they would have lost everything. But because he approached it the right way, he said what he had to say, she said what she had to say and it almost seems like they had a conversation and then, and then Of course they had <laughs> a conversation. They're like, "Hey, hey. Hey. 
You should have never smacked me, boo. You should have never smacked me. No, you know? that wasn't the conversation. The conversation is, if you don't want to lose all this, what we attain, follow my lead. That's it. But, hey, we, this is not even about that. All right, so what we talked about was recognition. We talked about acknowledgement. Now, I would like to finish off this episode with what I call time spent, right? Earlier this week, maybe about two weeks ago, uh, a young man at uh, my son's school popped some pills, fentanyl, got him, dead. 17, done, dead. And I always wanted to have this conversation with my, you know, with my children when it comes to death. Like, how you feel? Um, I remember when I was my my children's age, uh, you feel like you're almost superhuman in a sense. At least I almost speak for myself. I felt like I was superhuman. I never put a timetable on things. I felt like I had all the time in the world. Um, so death was not even, not even in my, even not even in my imagination. Never thought about it, right? Even though I came from a very religious and very strict household, never thought about it. Went to many, many funerals. Not me. That's them. Right? But what I try to explain is when you go to funerals, passings, memorials, whatever you call it, wherever you're from, it's not about the person in the casket. It's about the people who are sitting there looking at the person in the casket the person in the casket is done ain't nothing you can do for them right but it's a time to reflect and think about what changes you can make with the time that you have left on what we call this beautiful earth right and because time is so valuable probably the most valuable thing because you can't get it back once it's spent and once it's lost that's probably what gets me the most about going after this dream that we're going after time we're spending a lot of time a lot of energy God knows a lot of effort in trying to do this And we can't get it back once it's lost. So it's like, how do you determine? How do you allocate your time into what? You know what I'm saying? So you you don't, you're not like, damn, I just wasted my time. And of course that happens. That's life. But at this point, it's almost like, bro, you only got so many more mistakes <laughs> that you can make. You don't got this trial and error type thing can't go on and on so what do you do to determine whether something person place or thing is worth your time well that's easy it's very easy because once again it's all about the flow the way things unfold and we all put ourselves in relationship business dealings um, you name it we always put ourselves in, 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 in these situations and we know we have a level of risk 
that we know potentially we could be losing. And I think that that's the biggest key. Uh, the type of, uh, of industry that we're trying to break into is, is what, what are your odds? Like one in a million or one in 10 million or whatever the, the odds are. So being in this entertainment industry or fashion or, you know, anything that, that involves um, social media or anything that, that, that requires uh, a lot of sacrifices in, the, in exchange for fame, you know the risk that you're going to take and you're going to eat shit, unfortunately. But that's the question is, is how much shit are you going to eat? I don't want to well, well, it, to some capacity, you do because you end up doing things that you don't feel comfortable with, and not because not not that you're over here like, you know, doing some like stupid shit. But I'm I'm saying it's like you're you're gonna deal with people that don't have that capacity or that uh, intelligence that you're used to, and I think that's the biggest hurdle that me and you have had. We've been in professional. We are in professional environments. We are in in um, certain positions that require a certain de- a certain type of intelligence. But yet, you flip the, the the channel and you go into the entertainment industry. It almost seems like it, it it has its name for itself, right? You have to entertain. So that means that intelligence, um, mindfulness, or any type of uh, uh, a smart brain is not really welcome there and i think that that's the difference so i think it all comes down to to what you're willing to risk and 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 if that situation is worth it to you because we all come at some point in our lives where we need something different and sometimes certain dreams are completely unattainable unattainable like they're 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 pretty far away from from your reality right and sometimes you just have to say fucking yolo i didn't expect myself to be talking in this freaking microphone right now i don't even like freaking people you know I, I i'm the type of person that i i like to keep to myself and my wins are my wins and i don't need to tell anybody about it and being in this environment it helped me grow it helped me grow and it helped me um, kind of it, it almost turned me off because now it, it just makes me feel like if if the cost of success means I need to be full of shit then, then I'm cool I'd rather just be GQ Nesto the legend that, that nobody knows about you know I'd rather do that <laughs> the legend nobody does alright <clears throat> alright well hey ladies and gentlemen we just wanted to give you a little snippet Art of what's to come uh we thank you for tuning in and stuff like that uh please follow us support us and those who do we love you we thank you but as we always do before i close up this show we always open up the microphones to our hosts our guests if we have some today we don't it's just gq nesto and i but gq nesto is there anything you would like to leave with the listeners today absolutely stop being a fucking sheep you know um if you want something, go get it. And if you can't get it, then shut the fuck up and just wait for the Lord. Same. <laughs> All right. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, to recap what we talked about today, recognition, 
you have to have you have to value yourself before you demand anything don't make demands if you don't value what you're doing so recognition recognize my hustle recognize my loyalty recognize my effort acknowledgement acknowledge the words that i'm speaking to you acknowledge my active listening skills i'm listening to you so that i can respond properly to come up with a resolution and answer to whatever it is we're trying our pathway that we're trying to accomplish time spent value not only my time but value your time but we love you we thank you we hope you guys tune in next time i'm drew we are option for a podcast we out peace